This is 37 Families, Season 2, Chapter 4. In this episode, we will be contrasting concealed impulses with self-conscious impulses with regards to social momentum. To begin, self-conscious impulses respond to affirmatory narratives generated as a result of the nine dialogues of every interaction. Concealed impulses do not respond to affirmatory narratives generated as a result of the nine dialogues, but provide an analogous representations of the other. From this we can see that concealed impulses are atomizing, whereas self-conscious impulses generate wave-like behavior. We can also see that concealed impulses manifest by negating rather than affirming with respect to the other. From this, we can begin to posit that the negating quality of concealed impulses produces a contrary movement to momentum. In other words, in the collision of two individuals, a concealed impulse generates negative affirmation, negation, in accordance with the projected intention displaced by the intersection. Since individuals generally avoid interactions which are negating, unless they can avoid it, the impact of concealed impulses is asynchronization. Likewise, since concealed impulses do not respond to affirmation, they are purely spatial, representing only spatial goals, as opposed to self-conscious impulses, which include social-emotional goals. More fundamentally, the proliferation of concealed impulses generates atomization, manifesting as dissonant consensualities. By this I mean that the distance between the perceptions of people become broader, generating asynchronicity. This manifests both as alienation, as well as emotional dysregulation, because of a lack of emotional processing relatable to affirmation. In other words, concealed impulses, atomization, reflects a loss of social cohesion. Now, what is the system's response to concealed impulses? The natural consequence of concealed impulses is isolation of the generator, disassociation, as well as a breakdown in mirroring with the source, of any of the nine plates. But what are the larger implications? Again, about 10% of the population exists in a state of actualization, such that every impulse is actualized, integrated, as it were, into their identity. This produces the adhering of the consciousness of the many into the mind of each. Likewise, the distance between the perceptions of individuals becomes much narrower in the case of full actualization. In this state, proximity becomes less important in generating collisions. In other words, from this we can see that atomization is associated with spatial restrictions on proximity. Whereas, wave-like behavior is associated with self-conscious impulses, which require minimal proximity, but merely emotional contact to produce said collisions. From this we can see that actualization generates non-linearity precisely because the emotional contact necessary to generate a collision is much broader. Whereas, atomization is associated with linearity because it is spatially restricted by proximity. Finally, from this we can see that the mapping described in the past few episodes mostly makes sense due to the presence of unrationalized, concealed impulses requiring proximity according to atomization. The nine dialogues which result from a spatial intersection presuppose the existence of some degree of atomization in the individuals participating. That's the end of the podcast for today.